Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. So today, without further ado, we're going to talk about how to get big shippers in your niche. All right. So first, let me start with this. Let me start by saying not all shippers, not all clients, not all customers in any industry are created equal. Now, I know that sounds kind of weird, but what I mean by that is a shipper that can give you one load a month versus a shipper that can give you one load a day has a significantly different impact on your business. Okay? It's just a fact. The opportunity and the value of that client, the lifetime value of that client that can give you a load a day is much higher than that one shipper that can give you one load a month or even a load a week, okay? So what this is all about, it's about prioritizing and focusing on the shippers that can have the biggest impact on your business and a strategy that can help you to acquire those shippers, to acquire those customers, okay? So First, I'm going to start out with a story, right? Because this is how it was told to me, right? And so there was a gentleman by the name of Chet Holmes, and he was hired by a gentleman called Charlie Munger. And now you may have heard of the term, the guy, Charlie Munger. He was partners with Warren Buffett. So Charlie Munger had this business. It was a publishing business. He had magazines and he hired uh, Chet Holmes to come in and turn these businesses around because they were really struggling. The one magazine, it was in a specific niche and it was like the 15th lowest in the list, like 15 out of 20 magazines. They were really towards the bottom of the list. They were really struggling. And so Chet Holmes came in and he did an analysis of the industry Uh, the opportunities with different advertisers, because that's what they were doing. They were selling advertising in this magazine. And what he, what he came up with was this, he, he looked at there, they had, they had investigated and and uncovered the fact that there were about 2,200 potential advertisers in that niche. And so they had a list of all those 2,200 advertisers and they took a close look at them and they broke those down. And what they came back with what Chet, Chet Holmes came back with was that out of out of those 2,200 advertisers, 95% of all the advertising dollars that were spent were contained within 167 companies. Pretty eye-opening, right? So it wasn't like it was dispersed evenly across all 2,200 companies. There were a lot of small companies that were spending a little bit of money And then there was 167 companies that were spending 95% of every dollar that was being advertised in that niche. So he said to himself, all right, what are we doing to acquire these customers? And so he analyzed what they were doing currently. And they had a small budget that they were doing monthly where they were going after the 2200, the big pie. They were going after all the the entire market. They were going after 2200 Uh, of these advertisers on a monthly basis, they would send them some sort of a campaign or they would do some sort of outreach and they would try to connect with all 2,200 of them. And it obviously wasn't working. They were struggling. They were the 15th worst magazine in their niche. And if you know anything about the, the magazine industry, 
you know, it's like anything else. The top handful of magazines get all the ad dollars because they got distribution. And so he took a look at it and he said, all right, that budget that we're spending on all 2,200, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that entire budget and all of the time, energy, and resources that we're committing to focusing on this 2,200 potential market. And I'm going to focus on the 167 that control 95% of the ad dollars. And so what happened was they, they redirected their, their resources, financial and human and time resources. And within six months, what they did was they were able to acquire 29 of those 167 customers, right? Potential advertisers as customers within six months. They had never been able to do business with these clients before. And all of a sudden, they were now doing business with 29 of those different advertisers. And eventually, all 167 advertisers were purchasing advertising from, uh, you know, from the magazine that, that Chet Holmes was running. And he implemented this strategy, and it's since been called the Dream 100. And so what that means is this. Let's, say, let's evaluate what he did. The Dream 100 is a concept where rather than focusing on the entire market, what you do is you focus on the clients that could have the biggest impact. And so in whatever your niche is, right? His niche was obviously he had a niche and it was advertising dollars. And so he focused in on that niche. He, he identified 167 companies. Now let's parallel this over into the logistics industry, right? Let's parallel this over, parallel, parallel, I should say this over into the brokerage industry, right? So what you end up with is if you're in the produce niche or you're in building supplies or your bottled beverages or you're doing expedited freight, those are niches, right? And you're going to find that there's a small number, there's a large number of potential shippers in that pie, but there's a small number of them that are contributing the majority of the impact, that are consuming the majority of the resources, and therefore are spending the majority of the money, right? And so therefore have the biggest impact on you. Let's, let's not forget, a shipper that has the potential to give you one load a month or one load even a week has a much smaller impact than a shipper that can give you a load every day or multiple loads per day, right? So what this comes down to is this Dream 100 strategy is basically evaluating your niche, looking at your niche, whatever it is, and identifying whatever the number is. It doesn't have to be 100. It could be 25. It could be 50. It could be 200. The Dream 100 is just a, it's just a name, right? But what it signifies is that you're focusing very specifically on those accounts. Now, let me be very clear. This doesn't mean that you're not calling on other accounts. It doesn't mean your salespeople are only calling on 25 accounts. That doesn't make sense. But what it means is that you have a strategic and dedicated effort to develop relationships with that Dream 100 list. Okay? So, you know, I'm sure that his salespeople didn't stop calling the 2200 you know, or the, you know, let's say the 2000 other advertisers that, that were potentially could buy advertising. But what happened was they created a dedicated campaign and a dedicated strategy to doing outreach and developing relationships with that dream 100. Now, how did they do it? 
there's a lot of ways to do it. Let me tell you how Chet Holmes and his team did it. What they did was, and you probably heard, you may or may not have heard of this before, his strategy was to send them what you call lumpy mail, which is bigger packages that contain something interesting or compelling to try to get their attention. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't a letter. It wasn't a small letter that showed up that they probably would just go in the trash. Um, it was a larger package or a bigger envelope or something that created curiosity. They would send those out every two weeks and they would follow up every two weeks, right? By phone. And so that was Chet's strategy and it worked really, really well. Obviously he was able to penetrate a very difficult market that the company had not been able to penetrate before. And so, um, that was his strategy. Now there's a lot of different ways to slice and dice this, right? What he did worked. And so the, the fact is, is that you could do the exact same thing as what Chet Holmes did in your business. Now, some of you are probably startups, right? And some of you have probably been in business for a year or maybe even 10 years that you're listening to this. And that's great. A lot of this is going to depend upon where your business is. But the fact is, is you should always, no matter where your business is, you should always have a dream 100, right? And again, it's not only, you're not only going to call on those people, you're still going to call on other people in the market, but you are going to have a dedicated effort. Imagine, imagine what would happen. What do you think the impact would have on your business if you were able to meet and develop a relationship with all 100 people on your dream 100 list? Now, I didn't say what would be the impact of doing business with all of them. I said, what would be the impact on your business if you were able to develop a relationship with them first? How much business do you think would come from that? Because I want you to understand, this is a really important distinction. Notice what he didn't do. What he didn't do is he didn't just beat them over the head with his pitch. He didn't just cold call them. What he did was he developed a strategy that, that number one, created awareness. that he, So they became aware that he existed, that they existed. Number two, um, he, through frequency, he, he continued to reinforce that message. Remember, there's a law of is the law of seven in marketing, right? And it's probably much more now, but the law of seven says somebody needs to see your message seven times. A buyer needs to see your message seven times before they will typically buy or engage you as a potential vendor or purchasing your product. So what he did is he continued for six months. But the fact is the story goes, the first month that they started doing this Dream 100 program, they got zero clients. The first month they sent out all the packages, they did all the follow-up and they got zero clients. But by month six, they had over 29 of them out of the 167. And eventually by the end of that campaign, you know, they were able to do business with all 167 different advertisers. Okay. So what I want you to think about, this is the strategy. Now I cannot go into finite detail of exactly how to do this. Obviously, we don't have time for that. That literally could be a three-hour webinar, 
right? That could be a three-hour training in itself if we were to break down everything. Because now, first, you've got to you got to identify your niche, and then you've got to find the potential advertise, you know, the potential buyers in that niche, and then you got to narrow it down to your dream one hundred, and then you've got to identify who the decision maker is in that dream one hundred, and then you've got to get their mailing address and their phone number, and then you've got, I mean, there's a lot of things to do. Then you got to create the outreach piece, right? And then you got to create your follow-up, you know, uh, presentation. And then you've got to continue to to touch them and follow up with them, whether it be through social media or through email or through direct mail. I mean, there's a lot to this, okay? And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to overcomplicate it, but I'm not trying to make this seem like it's just easy, right? The fact is, if you want to do business with some of the largest shippers in your niche and you want to have a huge impact on your business, it's not going to be easy. It's just not, guys. I mean, you know, it's a lot harder to land a client that can give you, you know, a load a day or multiple loads per day that you're able to move versus someone that can give you one load a month. It's just a lot harder. The fact is, is that, you know, they have, you know, there's a lot more competition for those people. So the secret, one of the secrets, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, and that is different is better than better. And so what I've talked about that before. And what I mean by that is everybody tries to play the better game. They try to be better price and better technology and better service and better communications and better customers, right? Everybody tries to play the better game and it's impossible to beat everybody trying to be better. And so rather than that, what Chet and his team decided to be was different. They chose to take a different approach. So they took these lumpy mail packages that they would send out every two weeks that created curiosity and awareness and then they followed up and eventually were able to have a huge turnaround in that business. So that's the strategy I wanted to share with you today. Now, let's put it this way. If you're a startup and let's say you're in early in your business and let's say you're, you're, you're doing a half a million dollars a year, right? You got a small business, you're doing a half a million dollars a year. And, and this is prior to you implementing the, the Dream 100 strategy. And then over the next six months, you implement this dream 100 strategy of, of identifying and developing relationships with decision makers in your dream 100, right? Through whatever tactic or strategy you utilize. And it's going to be a combination of probably social media and email and phone and, and direct mail, lumpy mail and referrals. And um, who knows, right? There could be all kinds of different components built into that strategy. If you're doing a half a million in over the course of six months, you're able to develop a relate over the course of a year, let's say you're able to develop a relationship and connect with all 100 of them. How many of those after developing a basic relationship with them, do you think that you would be able to get as clients? I mean, let's just say conservatively, if you met all hundred, all you got out of it, all you got out of it was 10 clients. Okay. 10 clients. I'm not saying this is a year later, you got 10 clients out of it. Now, I'm not very good at math and it's not an exact science, but let's do the math really quick. If an average client, if an average one of these Dream 100 clients is doing, let's say they're doing, let's say they're doing uh, conservatively, let's say they're doing 20 loads a month, one load per workday. That's what you're able to do. For these bigger clients, that's not a lot, just so you know. If you're doing one load a day, 20 loads a month, 
right? Times an average full truckload, let's assume it's full truckload of $1,500, which is pretty conservative, right? And that's $30,000 per, per day, right? Right. So wait per month. I'm sorry. So if you got 20 times 1500, that's $30,000 per month per client. Now, if you multiply that by 10, now you're talking about $300,000 a month in revenue. So let me play that back for you again. It's very important that you understand this. You're doing a half a million dollars a year, just hypothetically. You went out and developed a relationship with all hundred people on your dream 100. You got one, and it's a year, not one week or one month. A year later, you've you've met and developed a relationship with all 100, and all you got out of it was 10 clients that were averaging one load a day. Now these are remember these are larger clients. This isn't the type of client that's going to just give you one load a month, right? So 20 loads a month times 1,500 dollars per load is 30,000 dollars per client per month times 10 clients, that's $300,000 a month in revenue. And if you're doing just 15% margins, that's $45,000 a month in profit. Okay. So it's not the difference of having a 10 or 20 or 30 or even 50% increase in your business. It would literally be exponential, right? So that is the difference between focusing on every single potential shipper in your niche and treating them all the same. I'm not saying to call, not call everybody in your niche. I'm not saying to that at all. What I'm saying to you is not all shippers, not all manufacturers, distributors, importers, exporters, and potential clients are created the same. They're not. Some of those shippers, those Dream 100 are going to have a much larger impact on your business in the long term and in the short term. You just saw that example I shared with you where if just 10 of your, you were doing business with just 10 of those clients over the course of the next year, it would it could potentially start generating over $300,000 a month. Now, I'm not here to give you financial projections. We're just talking about an example. I can't promise you any of this. I can tell you that most of you will not achieve those results. Those will be for different reasons, but ultimately most of you will not achieve those results because you won't take action, okay? The ones that do will have varied results. Me personally, if I only got 10 clients out of 100 that I had that I had actually met, I would be shocked, particularly in this type of approach. So ultimately, that's the Dream 100 strategy. That's the strategy that I was referring to when I talked about the best way to land big shippers in your niche. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.